0: Hey guys, this is Caitlin from StorySpeak Enterprises on the phone with Hannah Eisen. I met Hannah online, um, actually using Instagram, and because I'm so passionate about branding our purpose, I wanted you guys to meet Hannah, who has an amazing story for how she makes money and has a business um, for an amazing purpose that serves women all over the world. Um, Hannah Thank you for being here. And if you could just give an introduction of yourself about the organization you work for and more about what you do.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on here and share my story. Um, I am 19 years old and Ooh. I have been in um, entrepreneurship since I was 17 but I never really knew what my purpose was. I just really struggled. I did different online businesses, like through Etsy and just selling things from my own home. And so I was like trying to find my purpose. (laughs) And I guess when last year I went on a trip to Africa and three different countries. And on that trip, I really found that my passion is helping others and being a light and a hope to those in desperate situations. And so now I'm back in the US and I'm working directly with um a drug sales business called Trades of Hope. And we are empowering women out of poverty and desperate situations through fair trade, sustainable business. So that means that we are you know given that opportunity to women to have a, a sustainable job and it's given them hope and the sustainability long term. Mm. Um so yeah. <laughs> I mean I can talk about it all day and I'm glad I'm able to share a <laughs> bit about it the podcast. But um yeah that's kind of where I am right now. I'm working with that but I'm also uh, full time sponsoring one of the girls. Um I actually met her mom in Uganda. She's Wait. a kitchen mom She's Hold
0: working on. in the kitchen Oh Hannah food. sorry to yeah. interrupt you for a second. I just wanna bring it back um for our listeners uh, and for myself to understand. So, because when you talked about connecting with your purpose. So, first of all, it's called Trades of Hope, right? Yeah. Trades of Hope. Trades. And yeah. I want you to describe, you said that you had, you didn't know your purpose until you went to that, to Africa on that mission trip. So, can you describe, like, how you, the defining moment when you were like, oh, this is, I need to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I need to make money and I need to. Connect it to helping people here?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were several defining moments on that trip. But in particular for me, um, I kind of convinced it, down. Um <laughs> I was in Uganda, and I was about an hour north of Gulu, which Gulu is about one of the bigger towns in Uganda, which their grocery store was literally like a gas station to us here wow. in America. And um, so I was an hour north of that, off the beaten path, like. Pretty much in the middle of nowhere. And I was with a um, ministry called Four Corners Ministry that um, was providing job opportunities for women that had come out of uh, the war there. Um, there was a pretty bad, pretty bad war for a long time that completely devastated the land and ended up the man heading up this awful army that wiped out the land. Was killing all the children and many of the men, and so it's a lot of widow mothers with either very young children or no children at all. So this ministry has gone in, provided job opportunities to these women, and I was able to meet them and see the job opportunities they've been given by making jewelry. Mm-hmm. And I was able to share like the hope I have in God and like how. God has really um, brought me hope in a desperate situation in my own home. And to connect with someone on that level and someone that had been through so much desperate things that they knew that they were loved, you know, by God and by others and that I was there sharing that hope with them. I was there um, just because I loved them and I was sharing the love of God. And that moment just really totally changed my life because to see someone come from such a desperate situation of totally total death total misery and to have hope again and then to have a job a sustainable job and to be happy and being able to care for their children and put them in school and it was just so real and so defining and I walked out of there after talking with them and meeting them with a translator, of course, um, I was, I was like, who am I? Like, who am I? And then I realized I'm just one person out of many in the world that has hope and light. And, um, I'm sharing that. And a lady chased me down. She started running down that red dirt road. And she's like, thank you so much for sharing that. And she shared her story. And it was, one of just many horrors.
0: What was her story, if you don't mind sharing it?
1: Seeing her um, her husband killed in front of her and her babies and then getting dragged into the Lord's Resistance Army by Joseph Coney and abducted as his slave and as his soldier and being forced to kill other people under his awful, awful dictatorship. And... He was hugging me and saying, thank you so much for coming to me and giving me hope and loving me. And I was just, like, shaking. Like, I didn't know. I felt like I had done nothing.
0: But wow. But I,
1: I had brought hope to this woman that had seen hell on earth. And, I don't know, that moment was just so defining for me. Like, no, yeah, thank this
0: you.
1: Is, my, yeah. is who I'm meant to be.
0: So you had said, and that's really important. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's important for us since we weren't able to be there with you, but be able to feel that, um, emotion. And thank you. You painted that so well. Um, so you're in a third world country. This woman has nothing. She just told you her story. And when you had said you didn't feel like you did anything for her, what was it that you truly did for her? You gave her food and, that that work opportunity or what what did you give to her?
1: Yeah, so we didn't actually give her food particularly. Yeah. Um the ministry that I was with we were sharing God's love with them and sharing the Bible yeah. and um and the ministry had also um started a business there called Life Beads where they taught the women how to make paper jewelry out of you know local things that they can use and they give these jobs to these women, the widows, and mm-hmm. it provides a sustainable, fair trade income for them every single day. Wow. Not only do, do they have a safe place to go and a safe, you know, village to be at, but they have a safe job every single day. They can depend on that job. They know that they will earn an income. They know they can feed their own babies, feed themselves. And so instead of pouring, you know, charity into them and making them dependable on us to give them free things, we're kind of teaching them how to, you know, fish. Instead of giving them fish, we're teaching them to fish so for that a lifetime so do that themselves.
0: Yes. I love it. Woo! That is so beautiful. I love it. And now, so now, thank you so much for explaining that. So now, can you um, talk about so the reason I'm so intrigued by this Hannah is because I know we didn't really get much time to talk, but this is what my passion too. That's kind of how I started StorySpeak story speak enterprises, um, by getting in touch with people who are suffering, um, and who I, I could kind of feel that a lot of the pain of the people I was around for me, uh, it was those in, um, recovering from addiction. I met so many people who lost their loved ones, sons and daughters, especially from opioids. And, um, than human trafficking trauma um, because it's very real in the U S now. Yeah. So from story speak enterprises, it's like you said, I I found that purpose and I was like, I need to create something that will create um, for me. I wanted to monetize my business so I could get to a place where I was able to give back to these organizations. Like that was the end goal. So it's a long road to get there, but I love that you had that defining moment, and so can you kind of walk us through now? Um, I cut you off earlier. You said you were sponsoring someone in Uganda, but can you tell me how um, what you're doing now is playing into that long-term vision of giving back and how it is continuing that circle? Yes,
1: absolutely. So when I got back, I really struggled. Not only had I been to Zambia, South Africa, and Uganda, but during my time in Uganda, I had visited a refugee camp which at the time was in the top five biggest refugee camps in the world. So it was very, very, very desperate situation. It was pretty much just people that had left their homes because they were getting, you know, murdered in their own homes. Mm-hmm. And they had run away with nothing. And they get there to this refugee camp, and basically they have nothing. And it was just so hard for me coming back to America, and dealing with the emotions I had felt being there, mm. and dealing with, I honestly call it like reverse culture shock. Yeah. A lot of people going into poor countries, I struggled coming home. Like, I really did not want to be here. I did not want anything to do with American culture, because I just felt so unworthy.
0: Did and you feel guilty, too? Because
1: you what you have. I, yeah. felt, I felt very guilty in a way. And like, these people in those poor conditions, it wasn't like they were all sad and down on life. They were the happiest people I've ever met. No kidding. Yeah. And that really bothered me. Like, I get so down in the dumps here in America and I have everything I could possibly need at the fingertips. Yeah. And so I struggled so much going through those emotions honestly, I think that was, like, the lowest I've been in life, like, just desperate, like, trying to find how to use my purpose, what exactly is my purpose, and how can I use this to grow and, you know, help people in the future, so, Hmm. um, yeah, a lot of things happened, my family got fed up with me, but they were loving (laughs) and that's encouraging me to, you know, just remember what he's experienced there and figure it out, find something here to do. So I just went to our local food pantry and started volunteering and I found that I just adored volunteering. So it just gave me so much purpose and like I I don't know, I thrived off of it. One day of volunteering could get me through an entire week of anything. yeah um, I did that and then Traits of Hope came into my life, and the opportunity to directly impact others by sharing their story. And after being there and meeting artisans very similar to the ones I work with with Traits of Hope, I connected with it immediately. I've been able to share these stories and help these women by selling the jewelry they make. Mm -hmm. And um, that just really um, was the perfect thing for me coming back because it's like, okay. I can actually make a difference here in America, where there is, you know, plenty of everything. Like, people are going to buy the story here, and it's going to help my friends in Uganda in the long term. Like, people want to hear these stories. People want to use their money for good things. They don't want to just throw it on anything. They got so many people like wanting to help, but they weren't sure the best way to do it. So they just, you know, give money. But when they found a purpose and a way they can directly impact these people long term, they love it, and I love it because it's putting my passion to use. Like I love every day of my job.
0: What's your passion, and, by the way, Hannah?
1: My passion is really just to give hope for people and just shine a light and love them well and share that there is people out there that love them and God loves them more than anything in the world, because that really is what's changed my life, and I want others to know that too, and I really, I, I don't know, it just gives me chills yeah. to connect with others and just have true experience with them, true relationships, and just let them know, like, they are loved, and... Yeah. I love them, and he loves me, and we
0: can encourage each other on this journey of life. So, so, Hannah, I'm going to pause you just for a second, because you made a really good point um, a while ago about a lot of people, like even in America, I used to feel very guilty for having money and everything, and I used to want to be a missionary. I used to want, Mm -hmm. I went to Bible school and everything, I was going to go be a missionary, Mm -hmm. um, serve third world countries, right? strangely yeah. what contradicted that desire in me was I've always al- also wanted to be a business owner and I knew I had so mm-hmm. many dreams. So I was like, mm-hmm. but then the that's church... Get, yeah. yeah, so it's like this huge struggle and I really, like I wrestled with myself and that was a part of me I was denying for so long until I got to a point where I was like, oh my God, you know what? I'm here in this country for a reason. Like my guilt is not serving me, that's yeah. pride. Like I need to make something of myself, use what I'm given so I can make enough money to save the environment, to to do humanitarian work, and not rely on the system, and really, really help people on a scale that I may not know how to achieve, but as long as I'm willing to achieve it, I can make it possible, especially because I'm living in a capitalistic country. (laughs) Right? So I appreciate that you said that, and I really appreciate that you understand the purpose we have is for others. A lot of times we are always looking for purpose for ourselves, and I think that God gives us our passions and our talents but our purpose is meant to serve others. So I'm just so thankful you said that because um, once we put our uh, actions towards serving others, then we find our purpose. And I think a lot of people have a hard time doing that. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, thank you for <laughs> stating that about your purpose. Yeah, I love, I love that
1: we connect on that level. I yeah. always want to do business too, but I was like, you know what? Missions is where it's at for me. Yeah. And now I have...
0: And oh, and I wanted to ask, so okay, yeah, you guys heard it, she's 19, like what? That's crazy, like <laughs> someone's so deep and like amazing at 19. Um, so what, how do you make your money then? Like how do you make a living?
1: So primarily right now it is through Trades of Hope. Since we are a business partnership, I earn a percentage of sales after we've paid the artisans 100% of their asking price, which is already three to six times in their own country oh wow so, okay I, I do earn a percentage of self and that is where I earn my majority of my income personally right now I don't have a lot of income or uh, expenses yeah because I still have like my parents being you know 19 years old <laughs> I'm getting ready to move out though so I will have a different you know have to work through some of that yeah. but Currently, I use most of my income for others, like giving to others and sponsoring and helping other people with their mission dreams and things like
0: that, but... Oh, you're a philanthropist. (laughs) Already. Uh, (laughs) So...
1: I I love helping people.
0: Good. Well, this is really interesting. We definitely have to continue talking, so we have, like, two more minutes, and I just want to say that um, I just... Another good point you brought up, because... Another thing I struggle with, and a lot of nonprofit owners in America struggle with, is like so relying on sponsors and maybe feeling guilty making money, like being a for profit. So Trades of Hope, I really respect that. Um, listen, like it's it's not a guilt thing. Like you can both make money, and there's nothing wrong with it because it's just money. Yeah, there's value. Like you cannot avoid the world system, <laughs> and I think the people who should be getting the money, the ones who should be working the hardest to become wealthy are the ones who have a plan for the greater good. So that's what I'm all about is like helping people who have that greater good purpose for others learn to have a new mindset with money and like a healthier relationship with it.
1: Yeah. I love that. I'm
0: so glad we were able to get in. Yeah, me Um, too, Hannah. So um, for anyone who wants to follow Hannah, and learn more about Treats for hope, Treats of hope. You can follow her on Instagram. Hannah, what's your Instagram username? Mine is
1: giving hope with
0: Hannah. It's pretty simple. Didn't put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> giving, giving hope, hope with, with Hannah. Hannah, and Hannah is H A N N A H, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you guys check her out. Follow her, um, and. I'm pretty sure Hannah and I will partner in the future somehow. (laughs) So you'll see us again soon. (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys. See you next time. Or you'll hear me next time.